me. Is that Richard? Here's Richard. I'm leaning back leaning so that back. you can see okay. Jeff. Okay. Okay. Hey guys, welcome to the Mount Rushmore podcast stream where we are going to debate, deliberate the most ubiquitous aspects of many given topics on this podcast in general. But tonight, 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 the Mount Rushmore of sports ejections. Not just baseball, not just football, it could be any sport ejection. could be competitive diving, mm. chess boxing. <laughs> With a sports ejection from diving, they put a trampoline at the bottom. Get that out mid-flight and you're just gone. <laughs> so we are going to go for it. So this is the Mount Rushmore podcast. If you've never seen this thing before, I'm trying to be on camera here. If you've never seen it before, I place these cameras in the worst spots. If you've never seen the pod, see, uh, heard of Mount Rushmore podcast before, we've been running for like five years. We're almost at like six years. We're almost at like 300 episodes. And we are awesome. And you can find us by searching Mount Rushmore Podcast on any uh, search engine of your choice. And do us a favor, search for it, download, rate and review past episodes. We'd love to hear what you think. Uh, so we're going to get the begging done out front, and then we're going to jump right into the episode. This was Richard's choice, the Mount Rushmore Sports Ejections. Richard has been kicked out of buffets. Mm. Uh-huh. He's been kicked out of, uh, of, of buildings of faith, churches, synagogues. For both sides, actually. Really? I'd, for protesting both sides. Is that right? He's got one of those. He's got one of those, the, you know, the, the placards that you turn around. Yeah. 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 Yay God. Nay God. Nay God. Ejected from a number of things, um, but I don't know if you have you ever been ejected from a sporting event. Oh no! 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 I'm I'm, my as Michael knows, I'm I'm a, I'm a practically a saint yeah. while playing a sport. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, Abstaining from comment. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of a very specific thing, and it's blank. So okay. you're good. Okay. Okay. So uh, Richard chose it. Why did you choose it? Um, because there is there's a, an, an ejection that will come up. That's my first choice. That came up rather recently, a few weeks ago. Mm, okay. And I saw it, and it made me laugh, and then made me start thinking about other ejections because it's just silly. Yeah. It's silly that grown men and grown women. Manage to get themselves so worked up, yeah, that they are no longer allowed to do their job. <laughs> but then they're allowed to come back, uh-huh. like the next day. Yeah, like if I get if I get my boss so mad at me, or I yell at my boss so much that he tells me or she tells me you need to go home today, I'm probably not coming back to that no, job. You've been fired. You've you, yeah. they, you they don't say, well, them's the breaks. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start fresh. Yeah. You know, you're a competitor. Understand these things happen. Yeah. No, that's not how real life works. So it's this sort of like yeah. break between how real life is and oh, the sporting life. Yeah. You're not in at your job. You're not in San Diego one day, Cleveland the next. That's <laughs> also true. <laughs> not traveling salesman, yeah. Jeff. Okay. Well, uh, Richard thought of it. And uh, Michael is going to be the first person to give us his first choice for the Mount Rushmore of sports ejections well the very first one i thought of is i guess it's my favorite sports ejection although you know it's hard to say like oh my god you have a favorite thing of someone embarrassing themselves so much but is uh phil wellman who's a minor league baseball coach for the braves (laughs) and um it is just what's impressive about this ejection it's a you know minor league baseball game coach and uh, he goes up to the umpire and he starts to argue 
that the umpire strike zone is uh, too big. So he, he gets in his face. He's so worked up, and he starts like holding his hands. And it's good that it's a video podcast. He starts holding his hands up, showing exactly how big the guy strikes. And he's holding him up, and then he goes the next step. And he goes up to it, and he starts covering up the, the home plate with dirt. He covers up the home plate with dirt, and then he draws a bigger home plate in the dirt with his hands. And then he goes back to the umpire, and he holds his hands out, and he shows it, and the guy gets, you know, he's tossed. He might have been tossed. He is tossed before that, yeah. He tossed before that, but he's holding him up to show them that his strike zone is even bigger. So then he's walking back to his dugout, (laughs) and he gets back close to third base, and he's like, this guy is still fired up. This guy is probably, what, probably in his 50s? 50s or something like that, yeah. Somehow in his 50s, overweight, and he um, kicks third base. He kicks third base again to get it loosed from, uh, you know, being, you know, kind of inserted in the ground. He takes the third base and he starts walking towards center field. He walks towards second base and he just hucks. He just throws third base into the into yeah. the middle of like center field. And so this guy and he's still losing. He's still like ranting and raving and talking. Who knows what he's saying? And then he gets to the point where he's still yelling, just crazy. And then he gets down on. On his elbows, and he starts army crawling back towards the pitcher's mound, and he grabs the the uh, uh, the, the rosin the bag, rosin yeah. bag, and like he fakes to like pull the pin out like a grenade uh, from the rosin bag, throws it, and then he storms off to center field to the to like uh, <laughs> the, the, the cheers of the crowd. Yeah, the, can you imagine? I can't imagine all of this stuff that this guy's just continued to do. Any one of these is just like psychopathic, but to have them all combined, and like Richard said, come back the next day. It's just like, uh, let's play ball in this exchange <laughs> lineup. Exchange lineup cards. Uh, and let's oh yeah, go. T- uh, Tony's yeah. Uh, playing third today. We, you know, we didn't. Uh, uh, Todd the Lion was in our last podcast, and Tony's playing third. It's like fine, and like this is just accepted. This person just had this complete yeah. mental breakdown where he turned into a literal like uh, Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> yeah, like. Entirely juvenile. It was the most, yeah. It's and it's the most puerile and juvenile thing. It's just like, ah, I love it. Also, that he's also like a manager dressed in a baseball (laughs) uniform too. Just gonna say that, yeah. Like, would it have been better if he was like dressed in like a suit in like a really like natty, like well-fitting form suit? But like, he's he's like he's just like this kind of guy in like a baseball uniform that doesn't fit with a belt and like the army crawl. I think the army crawl. A grenade throw. Yeah, that's what sets back. it over the top. It's just, it just inc- like you just got to the point, and it's like he. Ha- I don't know how do you get how do you get to all of this? Yeah. He got all of it in one. Yeah. Uh, my, by the way, the, lo- the low key sneaky best part of it is actually the shortstop is kind of wandering around the mound as this is happening, mm. and when he gets to the point where he starts army crawling and doing the the grenade thing, the shortstop is trying his best not to just fall down laughing mm-hmm. because it is this i don't know how you could be a player on his team and not be rolling about this because it's yeah. so ridiculous yeah. well, if you imagine he must have been on the opposite team because if he's complaining about the strike zone i think it was between innings or something i can't remember either way either way it was whoever it was it was how, just ridiculous any of these people like just hold their composure when someone is like an, an authoritative figure mm-hmm. he's the person that's like supposed to set a good example mm-hmm. it's just out there just is this a minor league dirt. team yes yeah it was so the do, we, do we think it might be some of like was it like 
cup of chili night or was it like like collectible bat night or was you, it was rosin grenade rosin night grenade night do you think there's a little bit of theatrics in there because it seemed like he he switched from rage into a performative mode in which he was well i do feel like hmm. if i remember this there were about after because then he got no, notoriety for he got his 15 minutes of fame he was like on yeah. Good Morning America and all this stuff, and then there was suddenly you would see on Sports Center these highlights of oh remember Phil Wellman? Well, yeah. we've got another manager going nuts in the oh, minor leagues. Okay. Yeah. So it started this like almost like arms race yeah. of who yeah. could do the most ridiculous thing. Okay, okay. So that definitely happened. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see this video, go ahead and click on the Mount Rushmore page, and there are some links there for not just that uh, Phil Wellman uh, video. Yeah but also some other uh, sports ejections and the hysteria that comes before them. So Richard is now going to share his first choice. All right, so this is the one I mentioned that caught me thinking about this. Um, for these, And I'm laughing even at the name, the Major League, so- Major League Soccer San Jose Earthquakes. Wow. One of my favorite names in all of yeah. professional sports. Devastating nightmare to have happened. They also have a Chicago fire. Oh, God. So. Oh, wow. Uh, there's no new. Never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. Yeah. Is there a Chicago cow fire? The Mrs. O'Leary's. Mrs. O'Leary's. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, their uh, their manager is uh, Mateus Almeida, and he's Argentinian, and he's been there for about three years now, and he doesn't speak great English, um. So he has a translator there with him, uh, to help him just communicate with the players and and other people, and he started getting into it with the uh, sideline referee about something. It's really unimportant. It was just some sort of like, didn't like the calls that were going, weren't going his way. And the translator starts getting into it with the ref. <laughs> and the main ref comes over and there's a few seconds of the, him getting yelled at. And he kind of looks and he just reaches his pocket, gives a red card to the translator. <laughs> and the translator is gone. He's out of the game. Not to the coach. Wait. But, yeah, but to the translator. <laughs> coach only got a yellow card. Oh, that's so funny. So either, one of two things happened here. Either the translator got kicked out for saying whatever the coach was saying yeah. and just translating, and it was like killing the messenger. Mm-hmm. Or the translator decided he was going to go into business for himself. Yeah. <laughs> And start like yelling at maybe I'll show coach I'll show you how you do this in English. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Something like that. Who knows? But the but the to the fact that a translator can get ejected from a game, and I also appreciate the fact that Mateus Almeida is a very stylish kind of coach. He's got like he's a, he's a former player. He's mm-hmm. dressed like in slacks and a nice button up shirt and everything. And then the translator is in these soccer shorts with a number on it. And like a t- like a, a jersey. So he kind of half looks like he's a player. Yeah. And you're like, what are you doing? Why are you dressed up in soccer, soccer shorts? They're not going to put you in the game. Yeah. That's not happening. No. The whole thing was just ridiculous. And it was just like the most major league soccer thing that could possibly happen. Because if anything ever happens that's incredibly like bizarre or second rate, or you're like, oh, that's, that's, not, that's a sign of a not great soccer league. Happens in Major League Soccer. <laughs> what if it was a situation where, uh, just it, you know, it was a literal, um, just like miscommunication, mistranslation. There was an episode of I Love Lucy once 
where someone didn't speak French, but they only spoke German. And the person that spoke German only spoke like Argentinian. And the person that spoke Argentinian only spoke like French and English. So like, what if the translation from the coach to the guy to the thing, just it just missed a step? Right. And they're just like... It's like a telephone game or something? A game of telephone. And, he, you know, at the end of it, he's calling him Purple Monkey Dishwasher. And, yeah. then, you know, the, the umpire is just like, that's... That's the, it? The ref is like, you're, you're out of here. I cannot stand being called <laughs> that thing. Yeah, possible. I guess also if you... Is there anything that the ref has done to disrupt that coach's that job? Like, th- that translator also wasn't relaying calls to the players. Yeah, he was. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he was there to help, you know, if the coach needed, wanted a player to go do something, and that coach, that player didn't speak Spanish, oh. so he could help out and say, hey, Bobby, come and yeah. play a little wider or whatever. That is an interesting thing that I don't quite understand, and Richard, hopefully you can um, clue me to. I don't watch a lot of soccer or any soccer, um, but it's a multicultural, multi-language, multinational sport, and sure. then you play these huge tournaments, and you have this guy that comes out and is the referee from, let's say he's a ref from like France, and like the two teams are like, uh, uh, I don't know, let's choose two opposing nations, say uh, Japan and Brazil. I, right. I have no idea which World Cup or whatever this is in, but let's just say, like they have to be able to communicate to both teams where they did, and there's a guy that's yelling at them, and I assume when you're angry, you're yelling in your home language. Mm-hmm. Like some guy's yelling in Portuguese, and some guy's yelling in... Uh, Japanese, and there's a mm. guy from France who's just like, uh, listen, I, I don't know what you guys are saying. I think it makes it easier, doesn't it? <laughs> Maybe. If you don't like, understand the like, language. I just, yeah. I just saw you like kick the guy in the face and the, or in the balls or whatever. And, like, right. You're fucking, you're gone. Or right. Or your yellow card or like. Red card, yeah. second time and you're. You're gone, so, yeah. I think it just makes it easier that you, like I said, it's just sort of like just random letters being shouted at yeah. you that don't make any sense. Versus if somebody actually says something that you understand. Mm-hmm. So it's probably easier just to walk away at that yeah. point. Okay, uh, what is your second choice, Michael Winter? Uh, my second choice, as much as it may sound like a um, Homer choice for my beloved Emily, it's Bobby Knight, uh, head coach for the uh, Indianapolis Hoosiers. Indiana. Indiana uh, Hoosiers, thank you. Um, throwing a chair across court in a 1985 game against Purdue and who knows what the call is it doesn't even matter but the fact that Bobby Knight as this fired up head coach the winningest coach in Hoosier's history just gets so angry at all of his players I believe he's choked them (laughs) he's done horrible things to his actual players but he is I think probably most um, famous for being this guy that's picked up a chair um from the result of a call and hurled it across court and then getting tossed for it and then being like indignant about it. I think that's the thing is like when you've done this thing that you have, uh, it is so obvious that you need to get tossed for it. It's not just like you've said something the wrong way to the wrong person at the wrong time and they misinterpreted, but you're physically hurling a chair across the court and then you're still like ranting about it, like there's like just this this breakdown in your brain. I think yeah. my choices so far have involved like these just these people that are. I don't necessarily think they've pushed, they're pushed to the extent. I think they've there's something in their head that makes them. Mm-hmm. The idea of greatness also involves 
I must act. I must defend myself to the fullest. And the fullest is hurling this chair across court. And like, <laughs> they're just insane people. Out yeah. There. Like, it's just, it's just, is these, there any, these people should not be like uh, involved with your children in spite of like whatever uh-huh. winning percentages. <laughs> It, yeah, but it's a really high winning percentage, you, Michael. To be good, fair, you do make a good point. You yeah, did win a lot. Mm-hmm. Ne- maybe I should rethink. Yeah, what's what's chair. a one chair? I mean, I think it hits somebody who is in a wheelchair. But I mean, other than that, yeah, what's the big deal? What is the end game for doing this just a little bit? Like, an, if an ump throws a little bit of a fit, yeah, does that? St- cause the umpire to ever question their strike zone or their judgment at all like is is there a reward for doing this to a small degree like kind of getting some body english on the pinball machine might 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 make the game go your i mean you've been an umpire in big time professional kickball tournaments (laughs) and when you had i don't want to name any names but certain certain friends of ours screaming at you about Uh, what an idiot you were did that did, did that did that make you want to give them more calls? Uh, it does not. Um, it doesn't necessarily make my personally speaking. You know, I, so Richard is alluding to uh, got a decade spent um, playing kickball, but not only playing kickball in a rec league, but umping kickball in a rec league, and uh, being in a position where you know David Stern never had to like umpire a basketball game. I think that's the, I think <laughs> yeah. there there are points when the person that is like setting the schedule, the person that is um answering all the nasty emails, the person that is ultimately running all of the umpires and referees in the league, the person that is like trying to encourage them to be understanding and but also sh- strong like the person that's like running this thing usually isn't the person that's like at first base or behind home plate or wherever they are getting yelled at the same. Like those things usually don't mix. Right. There's the person that's in charge. Usually the person that's being like, yeah, well, you know what? Uh, maybe I was, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe crossed home. I didn't see it that way. They maybe don't get that. You used to have more distance and anonymity. Yeah. Than- but when you are, um, you know, uh, playing a, a kickball game and you are, Involved in it within um, a recreational league, I think that you are. Hmm. What was your question? I was just wondering if if you ever if you personally ever felt like after you got like berated about a call that it made you either reconsider your calls moving forward or say, you know what, screw those guys. I I understand that there is there are people that think that that will happen. I think there are people that play the games, whatever game it is, that think that if I can influence, if I can be, make a big enough stink, then there's going to be a call that could go either way that eh, maybe they'll go my way yeah. in the future. I don't necessarily, I can't remember a call. I imagine it's I theatrics. I, I remember I was a coach, mm. a captain, thinking I need to go out and have strong, at least pretend to have strong words with the umpire. So my team knows that I care. It was all per- performative. It was performative, <laughs> yeah. I have certainly yeah. done that too. I certainly walked up to the umpire after a call that didn't go our way yeah. and told them, you're doing a good job. But like, would do like big hands yeah. or do like 
whatever and would talk to them. Yeah. It'd be like, man, it doesn't matter. Like, you're doing fine. Because yeah. ultimately, I was the person that was fucking running the league. So, yeah. like, what am I going to say? Like, right. listen to me. I Yeah. Uh, you know, but also from just like a like a captain's point of view, it would be like, ah, you know. We weren't going to win this one anyway. <laughs> but I understand that. I think that there is definitely, like you said, a performance-based get your team to believe in you. Yeah. You know, ultimately. Coach is fighting for us. Coach, yeah. yeah. Coach is in the trenches. Yeah. Right. And I think probably Bobby Knight certainly um, was just an insane person. Yeah. Let's, I mean, let's, problems, let's yeah. fast forward 25 years. He's coach. He's choking who's a, who's students. A person, who's the person that he's cheering on now? And it's fucking Donald Trump. So, like, don't trust this guy 30 years ago. Yeah. Don't trust him now. He I just literally yeah. he literally has shown who he is about tossing a yeah. – like, he thinks that this is the thing that you do to prove yourself as a person of importance. And he's, like, throwing yeah. his chair behind the person that is, like, a psychopath as well. So, mm-hmm. like – I don't know. Who gives a shit about this asshole? Uh, there was a, a, a Devils head, New Jersey Devils of the NHL uh, coach, Robbie Fort, Fitorik, who threw the entire bench oh. onto the ice. Oh. He actually oh. one up, one upper there. Yeah, it, that, that takes a good amount of yeah. lower body strength to really yeah. lift that and then upper body strength to heave it onto the wow. ice. Did they have an air ratchet with them too? Those <laughs> things are probably bolted down, yeah. Okay, so uh, that is Bobby Knight uh, has been Michael's second, and Richard's second is what? Okay, my second choice is Serena Williams at the 2009 U.S. Open. Wow, okay. Uh, when she was defaulted from the match again in her semifinal against Kim Clijsters. Um, she had received a couple of warnings for verbal abuse earlier in the match, or at least one warning earlier in the match. Um, then at a key point, it was in the third and final set she's down six to five she's serving to try and stay in the match and the lines person calls a foot fault on her which basically means that her foot came across the line when she was trying to serve and there was some debate about what words were exchanged and by exchanged i mean serena williams started screaming at the lines person um there's some debate about what was said it was possibly, I'm going to take this ball and shove it down your fucking throat. Wow. It was possibly, I'm going to kill you. Wow. It was possibly something a little bit less violent than that, but still, like, you, this had better, you had better be fucking right. Mm. One of those things. The lines person goes over to the uh, head umpire, reports what she heard was said, and Serena Williams was DQ'd. Good. Wow. That, you know what? Going back to, like... Um Kickball nonchalance. There was so much of that that happened within our, our little recreational sports league of like uh, shitty things said to umpires and referees and whoever that was just like blown off. It was like, ah, oh, whatever. Nobody nobody wants to be the person to toss somebody out from a game. Right. No one wants to be the bad person. They want to let them play through in spite of like how fucking how much of a monster someone is. <laughs> I love this person that going over is just like, I'm just saying what they said. Yeah. And there you go. And yeah. Someone else can make the decision. I, I can't make the decision. I'm just telling you that what they said to me, and there you go. To be fair, snitches get stitches. Well, you know what? <laughs> That's, That's the counterpoint to that. It does rhyme. Yes, it does, it does rhyme. rhyme. Yes. And that is a good point. Yes. No, I and I remember when this happened at the time, it was like John McEnroe was on the commentary for this. 
And John McEnroe said, yeah, that's kind of over the top. Oh, God. Well, you've got Johnny yeah. Mac, the tennis yeah. brat, yeah. saying you've gone a bit too far on that. Yeah. And people were just like, oh, this is, this is going to ruin her reputation. Boy, this is going to be what people remember her by. No. Now it's fast for- flash forward 13 years. And I'm telling the story, and I'm sure 90% of our listening audience has either never heard it or had completely forgotten about yeah. it. Which just goes to show that we give sports athletes a lot of leeway when it comes to things that get them ejected from games. Yeah. You know, they can say the worst, most awful things, and we'll be like, well, heat of the moment. Yeah. You know, oh, they're a competitor. Mm-hmm. That's what, what do you expect? They're fiery. It's like if you heard someone saying that about a, you know, a cashier at the local grocery store, they'd be sent to jail. Yeah. That's what would happen. Or the cops would at least come and see if that person needs to go to the mental hospital. Yeah. They're, That's what would happen. They should be held to standards. That yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, we are at our halftime and I want to invite you to go to uh, your podcast uh, aggregator of catcher of, cor- of choice and then download rate and review past episodes or subscribe because if you're watching the streaming you ain't subscribed um, and then if, but if you're listening for your, <laughs> on the podcast thank you for listening but then go down uh, at the history of our podcast and I think we like sports we have a lot of other sports topics and at least three at least three <laughs> like one a season yeah five David Brown listens to he loves them. He loves his sports. Loves his sports. So, yeah. Do us a solid and uh, rate and review some past episodes, too. It'll help other like-minded people figure out what you dig, and then they might dig on us, too. So, Michael Winfield's going to tell us his third choice. Okay, my third choice. i got to make sure I get the name right, uh, because... Uh, 2006, Zinedine Zidane. Zinedine Zidane. You say Whatever. tomato... I say tomato. Uh, uh, fucking French. Um, in the 2006 uh, World Cup Finals um, of soccer, like I, men's soccer play, please <laughs> let's 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 be gender correct. He is this. Um, thank you. He is this. Uh, You're French, gonna get ejected, Richard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> French uh, footballer that yeah. is as bald as the day is long. He's mm-hmm. just like. But I, I, you know, I think he bicks his head. I think he's one of those guys that like was going bald, mm-hmm. and then just like, this is my new tough guy look. Okay. So near the end of a game, which um, France was winning, I believe. I it believe was. They went on it to- was a draw. So far, they were tied at the time. Okay. See, Richard is here as mm. the sports expert. Sports expert to come on. Um, uh, they're playing against a team, and the guy on the other team says something to the likes of. Uh, he makes a comment about uh, Zidane's sister. Oh, God. But he didn't know that, apparently, he didn't know that Zidane actually did have a sister. He just made, uh, yeah. I, I'm a tough guy on the field. Uh, I am doing this thing with your sister I type thing. Okay. And uh, Zidane turns around, like the guy's running down the field, and he just puts his head down like uh, he is a bald bull in like Mike Tyson's <laughs> punch out. <laughs> Or like an actual bull and just headbutts this guy full on. Like he just, he goes horizontal and just like bang and knocks the guys down. And, and like you see a lot of guys like flop on the field, like being touched or like sneezed upon or like, you know, someone, you know, um, 
comments on uh, you know the shape of somebody's earlobe and they fall in the field. And they, yeah, right. He literally just like levels the guy and gets an immediate red card and is tossed off the field. And like so many of these like ejections so far that we've talked about are very warranted. Yes. Like so few that we've have like have brought up have been like, there's no way he should have gotten tossed out for that. But these are like people that are um, aggressive towards umpires that are, um, in this case, literally ramming their head yeah. into another player yeah. because of something they said about their sister mm-hmm. one way or the other. Wow. It wasn't, it was like the solar plexus, right? It was like, wasn't yeah, it head, was like, it was, wasn't head to head, but like, it was like in the chest. Up. Yeah. It, it yeah. wasn't yeah, it wasn't like like uh you know, like a Scottish guy in a bar yeah. on a Friday night just being like, Oh, either I'm friends with you or I hate you. Mm-hmm. And so here's the, the old button. the old Glasgow kiss. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like I'm putting my head down and just like you're running forward and kaboom and I remember it being such such a thing at the time and like this was, you know, two thousand six and like kind of at the uh, you know, kind of not beginning of the YouTube era, but I remember it being so prevalent. I remember just this thing being replayed over and over. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy is just really just laid into him. And that was just basically like like the end of this guy's international career, which is getting like wow. tossed off. He's done. He's over. And sometimes, you know, with um, athletes, there's just like an aggression that is just like, you don't know where it comes from. Mm-hmm. These, these people that are so driven to compete and, driven to win and then eh, they're also driven to be emotional and mm-hmm. headbutt be toddlers <laughs> basically yeah. that's like something your kid would do if he got really mad exactly yeah that's headbutt you in the shin well better just go open a daycare now i do like yeah. i do appreciate that this guy's name is like what stan lee would like create as yeah, like is like the the, the the worst fr- like Bartok the Leaper is yeah. really named like Zinedan Zidane. It's like it's the worst letter. Uh, I just love that these persons are all career athletes whose families or yes. spouses probably. Well, I don't know if what I was going to say or you're going to say but may or may not have been watching the game, and then when they come home, they'll get the honey. How was work? And well, I think that's interesting. And so far, nobody we've talked about has been like a 21-year-old like kid that's oh, gotten yeah. tossed out because they were like uppity or whatever. Yeah. It's like these are all like 50, 60-year-old people. These are, these are all people that are like seasoned yeah. athletes and seasoned people that still get to the point where they're like mm-hmm. riled up and lose their brain over this thing yeah. that they've done for – your entire life well in that case too you're you're just like trying to get one last year out of it Mm. you know do you really need to do that (laughs) to to end your career maybe there were commercials that he he got out of it maybe it was like Zidane just like headbutting like yeah uh, I don't know eggplants or he was like he was like the (laughs) spokesman for a juicer that was just like crushing things or (laughs) or like a a mortar and pestle Some people aren't putting their <laughs> squashing their cans before they put them in the recycling bin. You know what I say to that? <laughs> oh wow, or bike helmets. Okay, so uh, Richard, what's your next one? All right, two thousand seven. And by the way, you meant so, Michael. You did mention that all of these are ones so far where people deserved it. Yeah. All right. Here's okay. here's one where maybe not. Two thousand seven. Spurs are playing the Dallas Mavericks, okay. and Tim Duncan, their star center. Early in the game, gets a technical foul from referee and noted hothead Joey Crawford. 
um, for arguing an offensive foul. No big deal. Things happen all the time. Later on in the game, or a little, a few minutes later, Joey Crawford looks over at the San Antonio bench where Tim Duncan is sitting with his teammates and laughing. Joey Crawford immediately ejects Tim Duncan from the game, gives him his second technical foul, and he's gone. Because Joey Crawford, who has a reputation for making the game all about Joey Crawford and making sure that you know that Joey Crawford refereed this game because he's going to make himself part of the game. Mm. Um, uh, according to him, he thought that, Joe, that Tim Duncan was laughing at him. Oh. And so that's why he gave him a technical. According to Tim Duncan, Joey Crawford also offered to fight him. Wow. He basically said, do you want to, what do you want to fight? Um, Tim Duncan is the was the most bland and boring player in NBA history. His nickname seven foot, six foot, ten feet of oatmeal. <laughs> Tim Duncan. Basically, his nickname was the Big Fundamental because he did everything fundamentally super yeah. well, but he had no flash to him whatsoever. So the fact that he's the guy who gets ejected for and there's one time he gets ejected in his career is for laughing on the bench. Is just fantastic. The epilogue to this story is that uh, Tim Duncan was fined $25,000 from the league for official abuse. Uh, Joey Crawford was suspended for the rest of the season. Oh, wow. So this is the one time where the whole ejection blew up in the referee, umpire, uh-huh. whoever's face. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. It's very, that's, is it the only time or the first time? It's. I probably could think of a couple of times where, where umpires have been given some time off because yeah. they didn't handle the situation well. I can't think of another time where someone was basically sat down for the rest of the season. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really kind of on pins and needles because we're going into the last round and there has not been any wrestling yet. And I know <laughs> umpires and wrestling. It wasn't it, uh, the topic wasn't sports in quotation marks yeah, yeah. ejections. Sports entertainment ejections. Sports entertainment. And I guess in wrestling, the physical ejections happen all the time. Mm. Literally over the top of the rope, yeah. Uh, But we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, uh, Michael, what is your last choice? My last choice. I do not have a um, uh, specific person. I have the actual physical um, movement of throwing somebody out of the game. Oh, okay. By a sports ejection. By It is so unmistakable. That someone takes their finger and they points, uh-huh. and they're just like points at the person. Sometimes you gotta do that one. And then they literally yeah. they throw them with the the, the power of their finger. <laughs> finger. They are ejected yes. from the game, and then either somebody loses their mind. Most of the time, nobody likes being thrown out of a game. Mm-hmm. But there's just that moment, that power, and you can almost see them welling up. Or sometimes they're. You see someone like a, a player yelling at an umpire's face. You know, let's say in a baseball, like just uh, arguing balls and strikes. And I can't believe you did this thing. And then you know the umpire starts to get like all stiff. Hmm. Boom! And they just throw them out. Maybe they have. Uh, maybe they're. Maybe it's more subtle, like Richard just did. Just like you're yeah. gone. Just tap it out. You're gone. That's yeah, another or one. Whatever. Or like maybe the maybe thumb, like a Clark, the hevo, Clark Gable. Sort of yeah. like uh, Bugs Bunny, like, you know, just like, or you just like, you do one of these things, a, right. a, a mm-hmm. whining thing, and you're out there. But like, just, it's so, unmis- like, there's the power of that. And what are you going to do? Like, maybe you're going to throw 
a rosin bag like a hand grenade. <laughs> but ultimately, <laughs> all you're going to do is act like a baby in front of this person that is ultimately in power. That is going to stop the game yeah. until you, by the power of their finger, you leave the premise. Yeah. Uh, the premises. Like, like you're off the playing field. Like, what is your action once you are tossed? It, very little you can do. But the power of that finger. <laughs> and then you're gone. And then I, I do like that the person has been yelling at the umpire. The person has been yelling at the referee. Whatever, have, whatever you have. I do like when they are crazy on the other side of being tossed out as if oh yeah i love that the the, the uh, i've lost ooh. my mind yell i've been yelling in your face for a full minute and then you toss me out and then you're like you tossed me out <laughs> what <laughs> it's, like, it's like yeah I, I would love to be like behold the consequences like, of my actions instead, yeah, instead of like a finger be like yeah you just yeah can we what? Don't you remember? Yeah. Can we rewind this real quick? We just yeah. we did this thing. We I Yeah. You were an asshole. You didn't like the rules. I tossed you out. And Yeah. But this reminds they, me they had to be just so strong you'd be like, God, my downs gone. old downstairs neighbors where the dad would yell at the kids and they'd start crying and mm. he would say, Why are you crying? I'm just yelling at you. <laughs> Yes, that's why we're crying. You know, you brought up kickball earlier, and that was one thing that I wish I did more. I wish I was stronger in tossing people out of the games. There were so many more people that played kickball. I didn't know it was even allowed. That, yeah, that, yeah, that deserved to just, like, I wish there was a, a more no-nonsense uh, no policy. Right. Because ultimately, at the end of the night, you know, within yeah. rec league kickball, sorry, within rec league kickball, you're there, and you, yeah, you go to the bar afterwards, and you're drinking, and you're friends with these people. You don't yeah. want to throw them out of a game that they've, literally paid yeah. to play i wish there was a coupon for foster's freeze or something you're, you're mm. ejected but on the back is like a coupon or something <laughs> like a free cone small cone it would have been great so could you get a free drink like not, free like, drink at the bar uh, it just comes out of the league league slush fund yeah michael winfield slush fund hmm. i did you ever kick anyone out of a game uh early I had to stop a game, I think. You I, kicked an umpire out of a game one time. I had oh. to kick an umpire out of the game from another game that I was umpiring in because that umpire was drunk. But <laughs> I think that maybe I had kicked one person out of the game, out of a game, or... Yes, I've done it because the other person on another field was inebriated and yeah. was like threatening to fight someone oh. in the parking lot. It's like, yeah. you're... You're done from the league yeah. for the rest of the season or something, but uh, it wasn't being an umpire. It's more just like being like the league rep. I, I had more, yeah, more official standing to be like, can't like yeah. threaten to fight somebody like that. <laughs> yeah. it doesn't I, work that way. I remember I, I ejected one person, and it was in Hollywood. It was a game that I wasn't even playing in the league, but they had me come over because they knew it was going to be really heated. Mm-hmm. And something happened. There was a play at the plate. I made a call team was angry about the other team celebrating or something and somebody just booted the ball into the where the other team was like 10 feet away from them oh. just kicked it as hard as they could and like hit a girl in the head oh, God. and i was just turning around i was like oh, whoever kicked that is gone yeah. and if i literally it's like whoever kicked that is gone and if you don't fess up to it your team forfeits yeah and, nice. and the guy was like oh it was me i was like okay you gotta go i didn't argue it to be fair yeah. 
but that was the only time I felt good. I felt like yeah. a big man. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so your last choice, Richard. Okay, my last choice. Um, it is 2000 and... I'm going to look this up. 1999, my bad. <laughs> we do a lot of research. We partying so much that year. Yeah. It's just, they all kind of yeah. blend together. It's yeah. like 2020 and 2021, how they're just like one big oh, God. Yeah. year at this point. Um, Bobby Valentine is uh, managing for the New York Mets. And there is a catcher interference call on Mike, his catcher, Mike, Mike Piazza. And he is very upset about it. Goes out, gets in the ref, uh, the ref, the umpire's face, ejected. Does they all they do the little standard everything Michael just laid out? The what are you kidding? You da 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 da. He goes into the dugout, and a couple of the pitchers who aren't playing that day, so they're just kind of hanging out in the dugout, are like, well, "Why don't you go back out there?" Well, I can't because I got ejected. Well, we don't let that stop you. So he goes and he gets his sunglasses and he goes and gets, you know, the uh, eye black that the players wear under their eyes for the glare. Those are stickers. Nowadays, they're not, most of the time, they're not like paint that they're drawing on. And he puts a couple of those on each side of his (laughs) face. And I'll show you what he looked like, Jeff. Oh, wow. Okay. And threw on a t-shirt. Well, he should have done like, you know, the Charlie Chaplin. That's the trick. Right. No one. No one. <laughs> Who's going to eject Hitler? Would have a Hitler. Yeah. Like in the dugout. So yeah. It can't be. That's like a fake Burt Reynolds. Kind of. He looks kind of like Stroker Ace. He does a little yeah. bit, and then so he decided to put on this fake mustache and these sunglasses yeah. and a T-shirt, and just go wander back out into the dugout yeah. and hope nobody noticed him. <laughs> Somebody noticed him. <laughs> and he had to go back and leave again. He wound up getting suspended for a couple of ga- games. But it's one of the iconic baseball ejections yeah. of all time when the manager just decided, no, I'm going to come back and I'm going to have the worst possible. Because it, it, at first it almost looks like the Groucho Marx, like yeah. glasses and mustache yeah. type he, he combo. Like, like Chuck Swirsky's uh, sports fans. <laughs> he should he should have done, like, like, like evil Hulk Hogan. Like, just like... Oh, the, the handlebar thing? Handlebars coming down to the side, or maybe just put, like, a goatee on there. Uh, like, if you're going to do it, yeah, go all out. Oh, that's funny. Uh. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, and I just, I just love this concept that the manager was just so confident yeah. that this, yeah. that this uh, Inspector Clouseau-level <laughs> costume was going to work. I love that he rejected like the like the finger point of the umpire. He rejected that ultimate authority and was just like, yeah. guess what? I'm like, I'm down here. Yeah, but do great. something about it. Do something about it. What a time too for his undiagnosed schizophrenia to rear its head. So like, right? No, I'm not Bobby. Yeah. My name's Todd. Oh wait, that's the lion. Sorry, from last I have episode. This other person that I become whenever I get kicked out of something. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So a lot of fun, fun topic. Uh, I, I implore you, had you listened to this uh, via our streaming right now, or on our podcast, to go to the Mount Rushmore page and look at some of these sports ejections. They're a lot of fun. And they do go back, like Michael, you were saying that one of them is like kind of like the first, one of the first viral videos, um, the Zenadine Zenadon. God, dude. that guy busted that guy right in the. Yeah. And they were playing, and they were playing Italy, so you know that guy was falling like a house of bricks. <laughs> He's three glasses of 
wine into it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, let's pick some. Let's go with uh, Phil Wellman just because it's so theatrical and hilarious. And um, the Bobby Valentine one is also really yeah. so, uh, so amazing. Um, and then I think just to um, uh, – I like – I'm a KU guy, so screw Bobby Knight. So um, give that guy. Um, what sports thumbs? What was that one? The tossing. The, the, tossing. the, the oh. act of ejecting no, somebody. That, that's one of Michael's weird esoteric things, so uh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. The, the, the last one, let's – did I do – let's do Serena because people need to know how much of a monster she really is. <laughs> despite her many endorsements and um, the fact that she devoured her sister Venus. We never hear about Venus anymore. They, they talk about Saturn devouring. Um, they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You the, know the picture of uh, Saturn devouring his son. Yeah. They never talk about <laughs> Serena devouring, devouring Venus. Venus. Yeah. This has been the Mount Rushmore of Sports Ejections. I, as always, am Richard. Those are your choices? Oh, man. You're making those choices? <laughs> sorry. You cannot be I, serious. Oh, sorry. sorry. I'm Richard. <laughs> I'm Yay. Yay.